explain to me as a former player and somebody that loves UAB exactly what a stadium would mean for y'all as a school, you know, as just players and as a program. What was what would a stadium, you know, what what would it mean to y'all? A stadium would be home, man. We'll finally have a home. It's just like you you back at home in the neighborhood, you just rent the house, you rent a house, you rent a house, and yeah, now you finally buy a house. And so once we get that stadium, man, we go buy our own house and we gonna be good. Sports. Go on, Jalen. Jalen. Faith. Oh, man. God help us. Celebrities. Run the ball. And all things Southern. This is the Funny Main Podcast. First, giving honor to God, I am comedian Funny Main, and this is the first, the official episode of the Funny Main Podcast, the UAB episode. What is some of y'all listening? Like, what is a UAB? Where is a UAB? That is the University of Alabama in Birmingham. Birmingham, my hometown, uh, where I sit right now. Like, I'm sitting here actually on my birthday. It is uh, August 7th, 2017. I go ahead and give you the date because it's my birthday. Uh, a lot going on in my world, a lot of notifications going off on the phone, uh, celebrating a birthday. That That's usually what happens. But uh, three days ago, got engaged in New York to a very, very wonderful lady, my best friend in life. Uh, looking forward to taking that journey. So this this show here is going to be about first. Uh, it's my first time being engaged. Uh, this is the first episode of the podcast, and UAB was the first school that I ever officially did comedy at. I'll never forget August 25th, 2005. It was the first time I did a show uh, just straight up comedy. And, and I, I would love to tell y'all about that day, but a lot of it is a blur. Uh, I, I was I was drunk that night. OK, I was very nervous. I took some shots of something to try to calm my nerve. I remember it being a pretty good show. I still have pictures from that night. Never seen video from uh, that night. Don't want to see video from that night. I just wanted to let it kind of be what it is in my memory. Uh, inside of the Hill Center, where the old Hill Center, there's a new one on campus now. A lot of new buildings on UAB campus, which is kind of crazy because the administration decided to end the football program, I think, in 2014. And one of the reasonings that they said was that it didn't add up financially. Now, I'm not, you know, a banking guru or anything like that, but I think if if you don't have the money to run certain programs, especially football, which is, you know, usually a big moneymaker for schools. And I know two other programs were affected at UAB. You would think that building buildings would be the last thing that UAB does. But no, nah, they, they started building more. So I think that's what kind of caught the city's attention. It was like, this doesn't feel right. For those of you not familiar with the University of Alabama, Birmingham, one of the, if not the largest employer in the state of Alabama, a lot of doctors come from UAB. A lot of doctors that are doing very, 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 very well in life. UAB is not a broke school by any stretch of the imagination. When you ride through campus which sits on the south side of town, it is a bustling area. It's always been and it's still growing. A lot of it is 
around the new Regents Field and the Regents Park. But the big thing here with UAB has always been when will UAB get a stadium? And we'll be talking to our guest a little bit later on the show about that and just finding out everything that a stadium will mean to a program like UAB, who uh, honestly a lot of times is in the shadows of Alabama and Auburn. I mean, we got other state schools here. And the crazy thing is all of those state schools have their own stadium. But UAB, for whatever reason, has not got its own stadium. And nobody can understand it. A lot of conspiracy theories out in the city of Birmingham and across the state of Alabama. I <laughs> I don't usually delve into that. I'm kind of a facts guy, so I kind of like to talk to people in the know and kind of put the pieces together based on facts. So I don't have the answer to that, but hopefully we'll get the answers one day and hopefully UAB will be able to move forward. But yeah, for some people who may feel like football ain't that serious. Oh my God, it's not life or death. It's just a game and it's dangerous and it's just a bunch of meatheads and this and that. Well, let me put it into perspective for you. I'm going to play a clip right now uh, from a young man named Tristan Henderson, who was a student at UAB at the time that they decided to shut down the football program. And he was an Army vet. Not sure what his position was in the military, but I do know that he was a tight end for UAB. Uh, He was 26 years old at the time, so a little bit older than other players. Uh, Married, has a family But there was cell phone video taken inside of the meeting that UAB president Ray Watts held for the players to tell them that the football program was ending. And this video got out and it captured the nation and everybody just became involved. There was support for UAB at Ohio State games, Nebraska games, UCLA games, just everybody. And it was all based around the clip that I'm about to play for you now from Mr. Tristan Henderson. So for everybody who feels how they feel about football, just listen to an Army veteran tell you what playing for a school like the University of Alabama, Birmingham, what it means to him, his family, and his comrades. Take a listen. When I came here, that's what this turned into. This is what this is. There's been days where I don't know what my family's gonna do. I have a wife, a three-year-old son. My son asked me last night, hey, Daddy, hey, what are they gonna do with hey, the program? Hey, come on, Jack. He looked me dead in my eyes and asked me, what are they gonna do? My three-year-old, what am I supposed to explain to him? All these guys know my son. All of them. And he has been at every game, no matter the distance. No matter the distance, he's been at every game. What am I supposed to tell you? <laughs> what am I supposed to look him in the face and tell you? <laughs> what am I supposed to do about that? And you telling me because the numbers didn't look right? Because the numbers didn't look right? <laughs> and you go home sleep in a comfortable, big-ass house, but it's okay. That's why I'm 27 years old. In a week, 27. It's 18-year-olds in here, 17-year-olds. What are they supposed to do? Some of these cats came from 3,000 miles away to play here, to be a part of this, to be a part of all of this. 
But you say numbers? That's what you're telling us to say numbers? This man walked to you, walked in your office and said, you gotta do it the right way for me to be here. And you said you would. And now you just pulled a plug? So you lied to the man's face? It is very difficult uh, for me personally. I know for some of you to just hear that. And sometimes I go watch the uh, YouTube video. It's, it's very difficult to not get emotional, you know, get a little teary eyed. Just the passion of that young man who clearly is a guy who puts everyone else before himself, the way he speaks about his family, the way he speaks about his teammates, the way he served this country. So I think he had all of the elements uh, that you need to capture the attention of an of a nation. And that's what he did with his story. And the UAB program will be back this fall. So a lot of people are anticipating it, anticipating their return in the city of Birmingham and just across the nation, I'm pretty sure there'll be lots of national media coverage. But yeah, that that's the basis of what UAB is about right now, not the basis of what they've been about. You, you're talking about a school who has made the tournament several times in the NCAA, just great basketball teams. And in 2000, probably their greatest sports accomplishment that they would say The University of Alabama, Birmingham, UAB Blazers, they went to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and played the LSU Tigers. And on the last second field goal by Rhett Gallego, I hope I'm saying his name right. I'm probably not. G-A-L-L-E-G-O. He hits a 29-yard game-winning field goal, and UAB beats LSU in Baton Rouge 13-10. Who was the coach of the LSU Tigers at that time? Nick Saban. Just to give you a little perspective about what that win meant for the UAB community. UAB is a magical place, man. A lot of magical people come through there. It's been magical to my career. I would say that a a show that I hosted there in 2007 probably catapulted my comedy career in the region to the next level. While I'm hosting this performance at the uh, annual Camille Armstrong Step Show, I connected with with the crowd in, in such a way that people still talk about it to this day. And that's not to my own horn. There's thousands of people there. And if anybody's listening that attended that show, they know exactly what I'm talking about. One of the judges was from the local radio station here, 95.7 Jams. And she enjoyed me as well, gave me my first opportunity in radio 10 years ago. And the rest is history. I still work for this station. I'm sitting at one of their microphones right now as I talk to you guys. But we're talking all things UAB on the podcast today. And the gentleman that I invited to the show, I have so much respect for this guy, man. Like his genuine, honest respect that I have for him just watching everything that he's accomplished over the years, being a Birmingham native, a record holder at UAB, just a guy who, first of all, loves God. He loves children. I've seen him mentor and coach and give and give and give to kids over and over again. And that's just his true spirit. Been in the league for years, ever since he's left UAB, never in trouble, 
Never a bad thing to say about him. His teammates love him. The front office at the Carolina Panthers, they love him. They adore him. The city of Birmingham loves him. And I just couldn't wait to get him in, man, just to kind of pick his brain and let y'all hear the passion that he has for all things positive and all things UAB. Now, we'll give y'all this warning, okay? We are both from the west side of Birmingham, okay? And (laughs) during this interview, I promise you, we will speak in our native tongue. If you never sat down with west side guys from Birmingham, it is a deliberate twang, okay? It's a little south. It's a little ratchet. It's that draw. It's slow. It's all of that, but it is true to the area that we come from an area that we love and a city that we love, the west side of Birmingham. And I can't wait to talk to this guy. And I know y'all enjoy it. Talking to all things UAB, the University of Alabama, Birmingham, the Blazers, with one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever wear that green and gold jersey. Now with the Carolina Panthers, Mr. Joe Webb. Sports. Go, Jalen. Go, Jalen. Faith. Oh, man. God help us. Celebrities. Kick it. Run the ball. And all things Southern. This is the Funny Main Podcast. <laughs> Comedian Funny Main, very excited to welcome everybody to the podcast. And look, when I tell you we wanted to start it off with a bang, that's exactly what we're doing because we're going to start it off with a school that's very near and dear to my heart. Well, I did my first comedy show in the Hill Center. RIP to the old Hill Center. Not that new <laughs> corporate one is nice, but nah. Shout out to the old Hill Center. UAB, the University of Alabama, Birmingham. We're going to be talking all things Blazers in this episode. And I went out and got a premier blazer, a man who broke all kind of records, played, what, two, three positions, <laughs> went to the league. Now he's at the Carolina Panthers. Joe Webb, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. How about you? I'm doing good, bro. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, first, first things first, man. You played for the Minnesota Vikings, played for the Panthers now, but how was it or how did it feel to play alongside Donovan McNabb, Brett Favre, two Hall of Famers. I just got to know. It was a blessing, man. You know, it was a great learning lesson for me, you know, for me to come in and sit back behind those two greats. You know, Brett Favre within himself. The craziest thing is he knew who I was, like, because we played Southern Miss and everything. So that, that was pretty crazy to me. You scored your, what, first touchdown against Southern Miss in college? Yeah, that was my first time playing in a college football game. Yeah, and I scored my – I threw my first touchdown pass in that game. And that's why he remembered you because <laughs> yeah. you beat his team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as far as I know, you're the only NFL you're, – you're listed as a quarterback in the NFL, right? Yeah. But you return kicks. <laughs> how, how athletic do you have to be to be listed as a quarterback – but also return kicks and get nominated for the Pro Bowl off of that. Yeah, man. Like, uh, you know, the Panthers, man, been a great situation for me. You know, I just work hard. You know, whatever the coaches need me to go, you know, that's where, you know, I'm a team player. So, you know, whatever whatever best, man, for the team, you know, I'm all for it. So now I brought up Brett Favre, Donovan McNabb, but you you play. Now, you know, it's mostly Bama fans listening right now, but you play with a, a, a quarterback now who's probably, <laughs> he'll probably make the Hall of Fame someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not our favorite person in Tuscaloosa. We, we, we can admit that, but Cameron Newton. Yeah. Is he, is he everything that he appears to be 
you know, that we see on TV because you, you get a little bit. Look like he really loves kids. He loves the community. But then there's that other side where he kind of spazzes out every once in a while. So from you being his teammate, like what kind of guy would you say he is? Uh, yeah, Cam has a great heart, man. You know, he always giving back to the community, you know, not only Charlotte but in Atlanta also. You know, man, he's been, he been a great brother to me. You know, we always, you know, sit down, chit-chat, you know, give each other great advice. You know, but everyone has their different swag, has their different way of living. You know, he, Cam, he has his way. I mean, you know, so everyone, you know, everyone's different in their own way. Have you ever tried to discourage an outfit of his? Like, you see him coming, and you like, bro, not, not now, Cam. Oh, uh, yeah, the joke's coming. <laughs> we we going we to throw the jokes out there every day. But, you know, that's just him. You know, he that's what he like. That's his swag. So, it ain't you know, he, throw, he don't pay no attention. And he never tried to encourage you, like, hey, man, try these, you know, the uh, these little slim jeans with the butt <laughs> hanging out. He never tried to get you He offered that. me the hat. You know, he offered me to get the hat. So, I don't know. I, I said, I got to stick to my snapbacks, you know, I gotta stay, I gotta stay to my Birmingham style. The year that y'all made the Super Bowl, like that was a, I think that was kind of a team with y'all personalities that, you know, y'all could probably have a 30 for 30 one day and just, people forget it started off with like y'all fighting yeah, at, yeah. at the camp and then you end up in the Super Bowl. So how was that? What What is it like as a player to go on a Super Bowl run? And I know y'all are very disappointed at the outcome, but what, what is just the the feeling in the locker room of making a Super Bowl run? Nah, it's like a bit brotherhood, you know, man. Like you said, you go back to the beginning with the fights. You know, we were just competing, you know, training mm-hmm. count, man. We competing against one another, you know, uh, you know, offense trying to beat the defense, defense trying to beat the offense, you know, and, you know, it's just like you find you playing against your brother in the backyard, you know, you, it's going to be fights. But that was, that what created the chemistry that we had that year. I mean, we had unbelievable chemistry. I mean, we had unbelievable faith. I mean, every game we went to, we were like, hey, we about to win this game no matter what. So, I mean, that was a special bond, man. That was like one of the greatest seasons of my career. And then the follow-up season, how do you go from – I know it's a lot of politics and everything in the NFL, but how do you – I don't want to say lose that bun, but how do you go from such a great season to, uh, let's just be honest, a not-so-great mm-hmm. season? Like what, what are the things that happened to get you there? You know, a lot of teams got to go through that to get that humbling experience, you know, because a lot of players, you know, they reach that platform and they not used to the fame and, you know, the attention that come with it. And, you know, it's a major adjustment. You know, a lot of a lot of people get lost in that way of life. But, you know, uh, man, like I said, it's a learning experience. And, you know, man, it's, it's all about what you what you go do next. You know, you can't rely on the past. You know, you can't go back in the past. You can't do nothing about it. You know, you just got to keep moving forward and keep pushing. You're listening to the Funny Man Podcast. Talking to quarterback slash just uh, ATH athlete, (laughs) Joe Webb, Birmingham native, Carolina Panther. And and I'm actually doing something special with this episode. Like I'm going from from the future to the past. So we talked about your pro days. Let's talk a little bit about your, your college days. And I think one of the most interesting things, like one of your teammates was uh, Sam Hunt. Yeah. Big time country <laughs> music star now. Yeah. Like what what's what's it like watching his rise to country music stardom and uh I've heard from other guys that he was kind of a prankster, a playful guy <laughs> in the locker room, but what was he like 
you know, in a locker room teammate situation as to where you see him now being this big mega star. We came in together. So he he transferred from Middle Tennessee and I was coming in as a freshman and we just clicked up, man. And, uh, you know, man, we had a great bond. Like he was my roommate on the road, like away games, even home games. Like he... I was like the first one to see him. He just bring his guitar to the room. So he's just playing the guitar, playing the little songs. I said, hey, man, if you don't make it in football, you got to go for music. And, you know, he took off. Oh, did he take <laughs> off? Was it, so did y'all have more of a competitive relationship first? No, nah, we, we, we had a good, like, uh, you no know, God first type relationship. You know, we always make sure we – you know, go to LCA meetings, and uh, you know we always encourage one another. It, even though we was competing for the quarterback spot, you know we we always uplift one another's spirit. And uh, man, you know Sam, man, to this day, like we still talk. Like even when he come and do concerts in Charlotte, you know I go to the concerts and hang out with him and stuff, man. So we we still stay in contact. Did, did did you listen to country music before oh. <laughs> Sam, or he he kind of converted? Yeah, you? Sam converted me over. Sam like the only guy I listen to on the countryside. Oh come on, man! You got <laughs> I, I got I got to hit you to all the guys that you need. You to put hit. you put me on, then I listen to him. But <laughs> but Sam, he you know he bring his own twang to it. Everybody knows. Well, I know here, and it became national news. I, I don't want to say the demise of UAB football, but. You know, President Watts came on and uh, made an announcement that they were ending the program, I think, in 2014. And it at first it touched the city. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the state knew about it because we football crazy. But then there was a video that surfaced on ESPN. Uh, one of the guys who was in the military and talked to he cried, talking about how to take care of his son and what was he going to do after football. So, who do the players, like y'all former players from UAB, like I want to say point the finger, but who do y'all feel is most responsible for UAB football being put in that position? Uh, man, it's tough to say, man. You know, you can point fingers at a lot of different directions. You know, I, but I will say that it happened for a good reason. You know, if if they didn't shut down the program, we still wouldn't have the facilities that we got now. I mean, you out, you see, you drive by there now, you see the big football field. You know, you see the new uh, football building getting built, man. And you know, a lot of the old old players like myself and uh, you know a couple other guys, we paid the way for that. You know, and for us to see that. You know, it's like, man, hey, man, like our hard work paid off, man. We happy for the young guys. You know, we want them to just take off with it. Yeah, I was coming down uh, 65, and I saw the brand-new practice facility. But, you know, here locally, and I know for y'all, it's all the talk has been, when is UAB going to get a stadium? Yeah, yeah. Explain to me as a former player and somebody that loves UAB exactly what a stadium would mean for y'all as a school, you know, as just players and as a program. What was what would a stadium, you know, what what would it mean to y'all? A stadium would be home, man. We'll finally have a home. It's just like you you back at home in the neighborhood, you just rent the house, you rent a house, you rent a house, and now you finally buy a house. Man, so once we get that stadium, man, we go buy our own house and we gonna be good. So going into Legion Field, which is a a, a legendary place 
So I guess y'all look at it more. Legion Field is, is I guess you say rent like an apartment. Like yeah. it, it's nice. We appreciate it. Yeah. But it ain't ours. <laughs> it ain't ours. We need to have our own, man. And uh, I know the city go bring that bring that together for us. And uh, I'm just excited for the future. You know, I'm just excited for the right now, what they doing right now. And, um, and for the most part, excited for the for the kids, you know, for the boys. This the, this part two of that same question, but there are a few more state schools here. You know, y'all are the University of Alabama, Birmingham, but of course, there's the University of Alabama who's doing very well right now. Yeah, and Auburn University who's traditionally done well. What is what is the the UAB feeling toward those institutions, and how bad? Do y'all want to get on a football field yeah. <laughs> for one of those schools? Oh, man, you know, now we, we want to play those schools every year. Alabama, Auburn, you know, whether win, lose, or draw, the fact that, you know, we competed against them. Yeah. You know, like that, that I mean, you you never know what'll happen, man. It could turn into an in-state rival. I mean, you never know, but... No, I think if UAB beat Alabama Auburn, I think <laughs> UAB will get more benefits out of it than what they will. But, you know, man, whenever that day comes, you know, I'm going to have that green and gold pom-pom in the air just shaking it like crazy for UAB. Man, I think it's a lot of people uh, here in the state. Some are scared to play that game, quote-unquote, and some just really, really want it. But how do you think that – the 2017, the comeback version of UAB would do against the 2017 Auburn <laughs> or Alabama team. I say that we'll put up a fight. <laughs> now we ain't gonna go in there and just lay down. Now we know we know they the big giants. You know, hey, you never know. We might be David in the Goliath fight, man. We might come out like David, but we go, we go, go, we go, go down fighting. I tell you that. This is the Funny Man Podcast. It, there was there was a rumor and it kind of became bigger news than maybe you thought it would. But it's always hot here in Alabama. But it, it snowed one year. You were in college, and, and I think the paper, the the campus paper, said that Joe Webb was responsible for a very large <laughs> snow fi- snowball fight that happened yeah. on campus. Can't, now now that I think the statute of limitations has passed, you you want to tell us what happened? Yeah, man, I remember that. So on the news, you know, they were talking about the big snowstorm, so classes canceling everything. So, I mean, we wake up in the morning, you know, we see a whole bunch of snow on the ground. So, I mean, with us not knowing what to do, man, so I say, hey, let's just get put some socks on our hands. <laughs> no, let's go outside and have some fun. And, you know, we went out there, man. I mean, we just had the best time ever, man. Unfortunately, uh, UAB police came and shut it down, but <laughs> we had a lot of fun. Now, we're definitely talking to uh, Joe Webb right now. This is the UAB episode of the podcast, getting it uh, kicked off with a school that I just love. And everybody here in Birmingham, well, you know it. I, we're, we're, you see a lot of Bama and Auburn flags and decals on the car, but everybody in Birmingham is a closet UAB fan. Yeah. Like, they got that one eye on UAB. Like, yeah. they're just waiting on y'all to win or – or just become this great team before they get on board. So what 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 is y'all's message to the potential fans of UAB like that don't come to the games or don't support like they should? Yeah, man, I say the more support, the better. You know, it's just like your kid, you know, going out there playing sports. It, it, if the kid don't see his mom and dad in the stands, then, you know, he ain't got nothing to play for. 
You know, if, if UAB guys walk out there and they see the whole Birmingham out there with the stadium field, man, I mean, that it ain't no better feeling than playing in front of your own. So, I mean, uh, but of course you had to win games to bring that. And uh, I, I truly believe that, you know, UAB is going to go on top. And we know before, you know, you can make it to the college ranks, which you did, before you can make it to the pro ranks, which you are in, is the high school ranks. Yeah. And you actually played for uh, two schools here in Birmingham. You started yeah. off at Ansley High School on the west side and then transferred to Winona, which is a little further west. But it did you did you move or were you there when the, when the schools kind of merged? Yeah, so uh, – Man, we have relocated to the other side of town. Um, well, not other side of town, but right across the way. And, um, you know, Winona, I mean, Ansley, Ansley gave me, gave me, it was a great opportunity. There. And I built some great friendships there. You know, still to this day, I still talk to the guys I played with at Ansley. Well, uh, you know, Winona just took me to the next level, man. You know, uh, Coach Cheatham did a great job for me with, you know, getting schools in, you know, looking at me and recruitment. And uh, just put me in the best position to be successful. And, uh, man, you know, hey, man, at the end of the day, bro, it's it's all about Birmingham. You know, that's my city. That's where I'm from. So it ain't just the west side. No, it's the east side. It's the the, uh, north side, the south side. You know, just trying to touch the whole city. You're the youngest of five siblings, right? Yeah. Is it girls and boys? uh, Yeah, so I got one older sister and I got uh, three older brothers. Any any of those guys – Nah, play we're, sports? nah, we we basically we grew up when I was young, like we played all type of sports. Football, basketball, baseball, you name it, we did it. But uh they wasn't in the sports world. My young my young my my oldest brother, he uh he's into uh acting acting right now. So and he's he, on the, he's the one on the Fox show, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he's been on Shots Fired. Uh, he been on uh two guns with Denzel, like he got all the other type of shows <laughs> he got going on, but uh, and they know the rest of my brothers, so you know they work, man. Take care of their business. So, with you having a close relationship with your brother, who's in acting, and Sam Hunt, it, are we looking at entertainment, maybe in <laughs> Joe Webb's future after all this football stuff is done? Yeah, I mean, you never know, man. You know, you got to keep all your doors open. So, uh, whatever opportunity presents itself, you know, man, you got to you got to take advantage of it. I heard that you played a game in high school with a broken wrist. Oh, yeah. What, was it was it that serious, Joe? You couldn't sit out with a broken wrist? Like, what would it take to – was it a playoff game or you just that competitive? How yeah. Do you, what, what, what can you even do with a broken wrist? Yeah, I was basically taking snaps from the center with one hand. And uh, so the game, it was Earl Bennett. I played against Earl Bennett. It was the West End. Who played for the Bears. Yeah, played for the Bears. And he he was at West End High School. So I was at Winona High School at the time. I'm talking like a big rivalry, man. I'm talking, man, everybody placing bets on the game. So it happened in the first quarter. So I had to to play through three quarters. (laughs) My coach didn't know. So I just went straight to the sideline when it happened, told the trainer, tape it up. I ain't coming out this game, man. It's one of the biggest games of the season, and this is my senior year, so man, I had to stay in. How many yards did you throw for with this bum wrist, and did y'all <laughs> win the game? Yeah, we won. We, we beat Earl, so I, I earned the right. I earned the bragging rights. And um, I threw for about one game with the broken wrist. I, I broke the record. I threw for like 415 in the game, 415 yards. 
if you can only choose one position to play for the rest of your career, quarterback, wide receiver, kick returner. Quarterback. Yeah. Quarterback. That's my natural position, man. Uh, you know, when that opportunity go come and, you know, a lot of people go see what I can do. So, you know, God working mysterious ways and uh, he go work it out for me. This is the podcast where the fans meet. Funny Main Podcast. Talking to Joe Webb, Carolina Panther, all around good guy. I can say that from knowing him personally and everybody that he's been around. And uh, he's, he does an annual camp, not only a camp, but also a, a back to school rally where he gives over, what, 300 yeah, book bags yeah. full of school <laughs> supplies. And I'm telling y'all this because I've been at these events and I'll be at the one this year and next year and 15 years down the road. So just a really, really good guy. And we're talking all things UAB Blazers on the podcast. So getting back to UAB, y'all have bred some great athletes. Like a lot come to mind. Like y'all underrated probably on the national scale as far as guys that contribute, you know, at the next level and then coaching and everything. So give me your top four, the Mount Rushmore of UAB athletes in any sport. Top four UAB athletes. I know you're going to put yourself on there, so give me the other three heads. <laughs> I won't put myself on there, man. I'm going to put, you know, of course, Ryder Wright. You know, he did a lot of great things for um, UAB, man. Um, no, he, he, he set the tone for in UAB football. Brian Thomas, he's another mm-hmm. guy played with the Jets multiple years, um, played in the NFL multiple years, and he had a lot of good players in basketball. I can't. Yes, I can't, indeed. I can't, it's hard to just put <laughs> one up there in basketball, but man, uh, man, just off the top of my head, it's hard to think. But but it's a lot of great athletes came out of UAB, man. I mean, even on the current roster to today, you had Jordan Howard, you know, Pro Bowler from Chicago Bears. You know, you had J.J. Nelson playing with the Arizona Cardinals. Speed demon. Yeah, man. So I mean, like we reproducing, man. We reproducing big time. Free UAB, a hashtag that became popular after the uh, unfortunate ending of the football program. What What is the spirit or what is the message of free UAB? When y'all say free UAB, what are y'all saying to the rest of the world? Uh, we're just saying, man, uh, we want our voices to be heard, you know, uh, you know, by us being, you know, up under, you know, we University of Alabama at Birmingham. So, man, we being up under – you know, other schools and, you know, our voices don't get heard more, much. So, um, you know, that, that was just a great opportunity for us to speak out. You know, hey, man, UAB, we, you know, we are university. We D1, D1 schools, so we deserve D1 treatment. So, you know, those guys got it now, man. And I'm just excited, you know, for a fresh start, fresh beginning, you know, man. And I'm just ready for the kickoff. You ended up at UAB. I know you love UAB. You always talk and represent UAB. But you had an offer to another school down the road. Yeah. But it didn't go through. I guess they wanted you to play a different position. Kind of tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so a lot of schools wanted, you know, they recruited me as an, as an athlete, you know, uh, receiver, um, DB, safety, you know, you name it. Anything but quarterback, you know. But UAB gave me – all the opportunity to play quarterback, you know, and I felt that was my natural position. And uh, a guy named Pat Sullivan, he was once the head coach over at Sanford. Yeah, 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 the Pat Sullivan, Heisman Trophy winner at Auburn. He was recruiting me at the time, and uh, 
you know, Watson Brown, those the coaches at UAB, and I felt like that was just the best place for me to go. You know, right here in town, and I wanted to build a program. I didn't want to go to a program that was already successful, mm-hmm. like a you know Alabama and Auburn, you know stuff like that. I was I was getting recruited by those guys, but I wanted to build a program. You know, so so UAB was the perfect spot for me. Yeah, and y'all still building it, man. Now. Yeah. Had things not panned out uh, in football, which they have, you're doing very well. You can let me borrow a dollar if you want to. <laughs> but you had your degree in criminal justice, and I heard yeah. that you very, very interested in going to the law enforcement field. So yeah. is that something you think you still might pursue after football? Uh, you know, I don't know, man. You know, uh, I, didn't, I didn't got into the little coaching deal, too, you know. So I'm on fire, I fell in love with you know, coaching the kids, you know, just trying to bring them up, not only with football, but life situations. And, uh, you know, the criminal justice, I still, you know, watch the law and the orders, the first for the eight. You know, I still make sure I keep my uh, keep everything, you know, up, up to date. But, you know, if, 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 that, if that was to, uh, if I was to do that, at least, you know, I have my degree and everything to, to for plan B. That was my plan B. Nothing wrong with having that. Joe Webb, wide receiver, quarterback, Athlete, <laughs> kick returner, all around good guy. One of them NFL players, you ain't got to worry about him on TMZ. None of that stuff. Just doing all the right things, man. Thank you so much for representing the University of Alabama, Birmingham, UAB on the podcast. And for any young kids that are listening that, you know, are pursuing football and they not getting these big looks from all the big colleges, but you, one of the ones from Birmingham that made it and you're still in the league right now. What's your last message uh, to those kids? Uh, you know, if you good, they go find you. You know, no matter what, they got scouts, you know, that cover every area of the United States. I mean, so if you're if you doing good and they hear your name ring, and then they will find you. So basically, y'all need to get to work. That's <laughs> what he's saying. Joe Webb, thank you, my sir. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the Funny Main Podcast. For more episodes, visit FunnyMain.com or follow on social media at FunnyMain. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of history. This was the very first episode of the Funny Main Podcast. If you want more, hit that subscribe button, share that thing on all these social media. It only gets better from here. I am comedian Funny Main. God bless you.